The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The horses are at the gate. Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now, here's your host, Ed Meyer. And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. And thank you for taking the time to join us as we are one day away from the 26th running of the Breeders' Cup. Hard to believe, but it is already upon us. Cannot wait. Get about cannot waiting great interior thoroughbred notebook article here by Eric Wing. The 26th Breeders' Cup World Championships Racing's most prestigious global showcase, consisting of 14 races with purses totaling $22.5 million, will be held during the Oak Tree Racing Association meet on Friday, November 6th and 7th. The Breeders' Cup races will be televised on ABC, ESPN, and viewed in more than 130 countries. Very impressive indeed. A total of 149 horses were entered into the Breeders' Cup races, including 30 from Europe, 10 from defending or former Breeders' Cup champions, topped by Zenyatta, who sealed an Eclipse Award campaign here last year for a dramatic victory in the $2 million Ladies' Classic. Zenyatta, got to touch on her. To make her case for Horse of the Year in the Breeders' Cup Classic, the undefeated five-year-old Mayor Zenyatta drew post four and was installed as the 5-2 to two Morning line favored for Saturday's renewal of the $5 million Breeders' Cup Classic at Santa Anita in Arcadia, California. Zenyatta will bid for her 14th career victory while facing 12 male rivals in the mile-and-a-quarter test, including Kentucky Derby hero Mind That Bird, Belmont Stakes winner Summerbird, and European star Rip Van Winkle. So you don't want to nod off for that. Zenyatta trained by John Sheriff's and owners Jerome and Ann Moss, Zenyatta posted a 13th victory of her perfect, perfect career winning the Lady Secret Stakes over Santa Anita on October 10th, equaling the modern-day record at the top level set by Purse Lenson winning the 88 Breeders' Cup Distaff at Churchill Downs, which only seems like yesterday. I can still remember it. It was getting dark, track was off, and it just seems like yesterday. Was Zenyatta opting for the classic rather than defending her lady's crown? A field of eight fillies and mares is drawn for the mile and an eighth to, class, to climax the, the Friday program. So it's going to go on, even though she's not there. So don't fear. There is plenty of big, big-time racing. And racing on the year, something I wanted to touch on here on November 6th, Breeders' Cup World Championships, Oak Tree at Santa Anita. From 3.30 to 7 p.m. on ESPN2. Very impressive indeed. That's quite a quite a coverage package there. November 7th, Breeders' Cup World Championships. Oak Tree at Santa Anita once again. 1.30 to 3.30 on ABC. And then from 3.30 to 7 on ESPN. Very nice indeed. you got to love that. That is more action. I love all the action. Can't take it. 
can't wait, and I've been looking forward to it. Speaking about not being able to wait, we've got some great uh, great people that are going to be calling in. We're going to be hearing professional handicapper, man, Dangerous Dan's going to give us a jingle, I believe. That's if he can remember the phone number. But for him, we'll throw it out one time. one 346 9144 For man, Dangerous Dan, one 346 9144 if he wants to call in and give us a winner. And our special guest of the week. Now, this guest is going to go a little longer because we have a lot to do. We have two days' races to cover, and it's going to be all Breeders' Cup. Joining us this week is our special guest is the president of the Turp Publicist of America, publicity director, artist, photographer, noted handicapper, and a man I'm proud to call my friend, Mr. John Collins Englehart. He will be calling in here shortly, and we are going to be having him on board. As I said, he's going to be on segments two, three, and four. It takes that long to get it all done. And you talk about a guy that can get it done. He's on board now. Let's go out to Dan. Dangerous Dan, are you there? I was waiting for my cue, Ed. Well, man, I'm telling you. You are there, brother. How you been, my man? Been good. How are you? It has been nothing but sweet and goodness, man. You know, every time we hear from you, which has been a very, very long time. I mean, I think you gave it up for Lent, last Lent, that is. We, we had nothing but winners, and I know that, in fact, you have done your homework for this two-day affair. Danny, I'm not going to interrupt you one iota. I want to hear what you have to say because I know you have some winners for us. Well, Ed, you know any horse player knows this is our Super Bowl. This is our World Series, and uh, there's value everywhere. I'm going to give you three picks here, three races I'm going to talk about real quick. I'm going to start with the Breeders' Cup Marathon. Uh, kick things off. I love Mastery. Mastery is uh, coming in, coming into this. For, he's a Group One winner. The distance shouldn't be an issue at all. Uh, people are going to say, "Well, he's never won on Polly." You know, um, I'm not really worried about that. He, I think the running style will suit him for this race. He is a three-year-old, and there are some olders in here. And for the people who don't want to bet three-year-olds, uh, you may want to take a look at some tomorrow because they're growing up quick. And I think Mastery is probably uh, almost a, a lock in this race. Now, I do like Muhanic second. Now, he won this race last year. I caught him, and I believe it was 12-1. to 1. He's not been the same horse, obviously. But I think the return to Santa Anita may be what this horse needs. He did run in the Dubai World Cup and was 10th by ungodly amount of links to well-armed. Way over his head. I think he fits here. I think he can hit the board. I think he can run underneath mastery. And I do like Nightlight, who I think Nightlight right now is running as best as he ever has. Um, and I think that he'll get part as well. Well, okay. So we've got it there. And, you know, I was going to ask you, you don't think the Dubai jinx, anybody that goes to Dubai, in, in my opinion, for the most part, for the most part, they just don't come back the same. Right. And, and I, don't, uh, I don't know, you know, the connections are taking a shot there, but, I don't know. You know, this horse won the marathon. It wasn't like he won the classic or or anything else. I mean, I don't even think it was. I don't even. It still isn't graded, is it? I don't think it was graded last year no. either. But it's a nice race for you know for the long distance horses, and I, I think they thought they would maybe get a little bit of money. They ran way up the track, and the horse hasn't been the same since. It could be the Dubai Jinx. You know, you, you were you were talking about the uh, the marathon. I mean, but five hundred thousand dollars is nothing to sneeze at, Danny boy, and uh, you know. A girl, a lady, a true champion in her own right. She actually was one of our special guests, Rosemary Homeister, 
is trying to take it down since Julie Crone. She was actually one of our special guests of the week here on Cloudy's Night. She's actually trying to uh, ring it up for five hundred grand. You know, I, I kept looking and looking, and uh, horses won over two million. The thing, a nine-year-old, you know, the the age doesn't bother me. I believe you had a nine-year-old horse that ran pretty well, <laughs> and, and uh, you know. Um, Won the Kentucky down at the Kentucky Cup turf, grade three. Won the Sycamore at Keeneland. Horse looks good. Um, Jonathan Shepard does a, does a real good job with these types. I mean, the horse has been off, I think, a year, and he comes back, and he's just running better than ever. I just went against it, though, just because nine years old, I just I, – I don't mind betting nine-year-olds, but I just don't see it happening here. I think that uh, – I think that uh, they're asking too much, even though this horse only lost to Well Armed by a length and a quarter in a Louisville grade three back in 07. I guess uh, I guess if I have a tear in my eye and I'm rooting for somebody, it's Rosemary Hellmeister, Lady H. She you was just want her to blow you a weeks kiss. back, and uh, she's nothing but a class act, and I wish her nothing but the best in a safe I, I love Rosemary. I, I frequently called her when I lived in Florida, and uh, she, she – she went up to Tampa last year and, and uh, rode up there for a while, too. So, yeah, I like Rosemary a lot. She's a she's class rider. Class act. Okay, Danny, one in the books. Keep progressing, brother, because I need more money. All right, let's go to Grey Goose Breeders' Cup Juvenile. Uh, you know, this is going to sound chalky, but looking at Lucky, Drew Bad, uh, eight to five morning line, I still don't think they beat him. Uh, Baffert's this horse is four for four on synthetic, four for four lifetime. Uh, hard, it's going to be hard to, to keep this horse out of the winner's circle. couple I like underneath. I like Noble Promise underneath. Uh, I like the way that he won the Breeders' Futurity at Keeneland. Uh, it just came from a little bit off the pace. The horse ran a 91 buyer that day, which is, which is a higher than any of looking at Lucky's buyers. But looking at Lucky, to me, just does enough to get the job done, and I think that he will get the job done again. Another horse, I'm not going to bet the funny bone for two reasons. One, he's he's going to be uh, short, too short a price for me. He's never been on poly. He's never been on two turns. There's too many questions uh, to, for me to bet that horse. I like Pulsion underneath of looking at Lucky as well. Uh, you're getting 20 to 1, Mike Smith. I think this horse is on the improve as well, and that, that, that could be a nice, fat, exacta, and trifecta. That we got it down, Dan, is in pen, not pencil. And proceed for your third and final winner of the two-day contest. Okay, Ed, you know me a long time. You know who I had years ago in this race. I'm Our not going to say it. I think it was Our Kong. But anyway, quality <laughs> <laughs> road to me looks like the horse on the improve. Fourth race off the layoff. Summer Bird's beating him his last two times out. Quality Road is, is improving each start. Quality Road is maturing with each start. Watch what this horse is going to do as a four-year-old, Ed. This horse will be back in this race next year, and I think he'll be back here defending the title as, as I think he gets this win on Saturday. Um, done nothing wrong, you know, seven for seven in the money. Had a little problem in the spring. Pletcher brought the horse back nice and easy. Been running well. Summer Bird keeps beating him. I think it's time that Summer Bird might regress, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, Ed. Zinata's not going to hit the board. You know, Danny, uh, if, if in fact what you're saying is uh, holding true, Zinata's going to be much better than 5-2 to two because you're not the first one to actually say that. But we can lock you up with Quality Road at 12 for your one. I like the price. Lock me in. I, I, I love Quality Road. Uh was my derby bet. Um, buyer show, you know, that, that, that he fits. You know, he's a three-year-old, but, you know, he's growing up. He, it looks like he's getting better with each start. 
and uh, his race in Amsterdam, 113 and 3 for 6.5, shows, you know, very good speed. I think he can go to distance. Uh, he's got Strawberry Road on the bottom of him, and Strawberry Road won from six furlongs to a mile and a half, both dirt and turf. So, All right, Danny, boy, question. we got to run. We got a break. We got the music playing. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the picks, and I know they're all winners, my friend. Thanks for calling in, Danny. Have a great one, Ed. Thank you, Dan. That's been Dangerous Dan giving us some Breeders' Cup calls. The music is playing. That only means one thing. It is time to head into a break. So you're going to want to stay tuned as we have our special guest of the week, Mr. John Collins Engard. And bet you're only going to get it right here on Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. And they're off. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Thank you for taking the time to join us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, depending on what side of the coast you live on. Second segment time, but really we're going to go second 
third and fourth segment because there's a lot to say, and the man joining me has a lot to say. Joining Winning Ponies, we are honored to have on as our special guest, president of the Turk Publicists of America, publicity director, artist, photographer, noted handicapper, renaissance man, and a man I'm proud to call my friend, Mr. John Collins Inglehart. John, are you there? Oggy doggy, how you doing, my friend? Good, good, good. Well, I'm glad. Worried. Three segments. I'm glad I brought a cooler with me. Because I was looking for my right hand, and uh, when I saw your name appear on the screen, uh, I stopped sweating profusely. No problemo. Well, you know, it's going to be a glorious day. I got off the phone. We just did have a conference call with the Turf Publicists of America, and they're telling me it's going to be absolutely great. Gorgeous out there, so uh, you know look, I would look for the turf to be a little uh, a little solid. I don't know if that's going to play good or bad for some of the Euro horses, as everybody likes to call them. But it's going to be uh, two glorious days of uh, the best horse racing in the world, Ed. I'm looking forward to it. But boy, whenever you bring the world's best together, it sure doesn't make a handicapper's job easy. No, it does not, and that's why I'm glad that uh, I actually have on noted handicapper. Uh, you've been on many shows. Oh, is somebody actually, else calling in? You just did the uh, best of Ohio uh, with Rich Ruta. Yeah, I did the best of Ohio and uh, the Ohio Derby. I caught a lot of flack for wearing a suit coat and tie, so I've got to I got to light up a cigar and have a beer if anybody will recognize me on TV. <laughs> You've been uh, long running with the regular guys show. How many years has it been for? I'm not going to date you with that one because I believe we're uh, ten years. Ten years. I'll tell you what, the regular guy show is on River Downs, and actually you catch it on uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and it is an educational form. It's a whole lot of fun, a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor, but a whole lot of information. Handicapping galore, and some winners are given out occasionally there, Johnny, more so than not. Talking about handicapping, we've got two days' worth of it here. And, you know, I think you and I, we, we chatted about this a little earlier. We're going to try the girls and uh, see what we can come up with. And uh, for the Ladies' Day on Friday, it's all about the gals, and they're near and dear to our heart. And we're going to start with race number three on Friday, the Breeders' Cup Marathon for 500000 All right, I'll put my pink shirt on for Ladies' Day here and see what we can come up with. Again, uh, whenever you put up this kind of purses, you're going to bring uh, evenly matched uh, horses together. Uh, first race we're going to talk about, we're going a one and three-quarter miles, the marathon. And whenever I see a long race, whether it's at River Downs or Santa Anita, that's a race that seldom won, uh, run rather at, at these long distances. I always look for either European breeding or European horses, and, and that's where I'm going to have to go, Ed. I'm going to have to go with, with uh, the, the British bred uh, Mastery, who's coming out of the uh, legendary St. Leisure Stakes, which is a grade one. Uh, horses that have come out of that race have won this one. Uh, my only question about this horse is it's not a big synthetic horse. I think he looks to be the class of the field. Coming from Europe, it's to get first Lasix and a guy that just rules on Breeders' Cup Day, Frankie DeTore. So I'm going to like mastery in the uh, marathon. I'm going to say ditto with you, John. Uh, you've got seven parade in the money here. Been off for 45 days, according to winning opponents here. First time Lasix noted up in their icon corner, which is always very helpful. Actually, it's one of their tier one horses, which is just like you and I. You know, it's one of our favorites that we that we actually like for top uh, top honors here. Uh, last race on uh, September 12th, the Doncaster and the uh, St. Ledger grade uh, group one event, I should say. Exits off a win. Saeed Ben Sawar, John, it just wouldn't be the day if he didn't uh, actually have one in there. And I think we're going to see a flying dismount here by Frankie DeTore in the opener. That is the Breeders' Cup Marathon, and I say... 
that man, I'm hoping it pays a little bit better than what I'm thinking of. But I'll take whatever I can get. In race number four, John, one mile on the turf, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies on the turf. Yeah, uh, you know, something you don't see. It's one of the, 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 the newer races. But, again, when you're talking about uh, – you know, grass races with young horses in America, they don't get a whole lot of experience, but they do cross the pond. And I'm going to have to go with the Irish bred. Lily Langtree, Aiden O'Brien uh, uh, brings this filly over. She's already made six starts, so how stout is she uh, to be a great stakes winner with six starts under her belt? All of them on the grass, Ed. She's never been off the turf. Jenny Murtaugh, the Irishman rides. You know, I, I hear a little Irish brogue uh, of, your, of your own there. We have a real classy gal here, and she's actually, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, that is six for six in the money, five for six on on the turf. Johnny Murtaugh, I, I think, is an incredible ride. Aiden O'Brien, uh, I was reading article upon article about him, who's 38% in the money with shippers into the United States because he's an overseas guy. But first time as a trainer over here, they are 38% in the money, so i got to respect that. You know, it was a very nice $416,000 sales purchase. I like Lily Langtree. I wish I could just lock it up at 3 to 1 somewhere, somehow. I mean, because I, I think that would be uh, – I'm going to use it with Tappets Fly and Rose Catherine. Any, any thoughts for second place there, John? Yeah. There's, there's a new stud out there that is throwing most unbelievable grass horses in his first crop. He was a grass champion himself by the name of Kitten's Joy. You're going to see several of his offspring on grass races uh, tomorrow, and I would give them a very, very close look. Uh, Mike Maker, who won the last Churchill title, trains uh, Lisa's Kitten at 12-1 to with Julien Leparou in the saddle. The Frenchman. I believe uh, Kitten's Joys are 16 for 16 this year, so agreed point there. In race number five, a mile and a 16th, the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, a gray one, the gray, gray goose Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, that is. Well, um, you know, this, this is just a classic East versus West matchup, and it's just a question of who you want to go, and as you know, I'm, I'm kind of an East guy, kind of guy, or should I say Midwest right now, and a guy that started out at River Downs, a guy who I listened to on Winnie Ponies not long ago, Kenny McPeak's got a couple of them in here, you know, uh, and I'm going to have to look strong at him. I was at uh, Keeneland last uh, couple of weeks, actually, and I was very impressed by a maiden by the name of Connie and Michael. And uh, I can't believe this horse is 4-1. to one. I thought we were going to get like 12-1 to one on it. Uh, so I, I'm... For a first-time starter, Ed, this horse comes out with a 95 buyer, runs away from him, wins by almost eight lengths. Kent DeSormo's got the call. Uh, that's going to be that's going to be my pick in there. Connie and Michael, a horse who is eligible for non-winners of two. It seems like we've been copying all of each other's paper. Again. Get out! You like that horse too? I I love it. Four to one. Connie and Michael got some speed here, and uh, actually, uh, Winnie Ponies has it uh, noted raises in class in here and has a sixty-one speed rating. They do their own speed ratings, which is the highest of the field in the tier one. I think at four to one. Once again, if we could get that, uh, we we'd be very lucky. Kenny McPeak was uh, was one of our special guests here. Actually, a good friend of yours and uh, and uh, a man who has actually tortured River Downs over the years and uh, in the stakes capacity and, and one heck of a good guy. And, John, I have to ask, what were you doing at Keelan for a couple weeks? 
Uh, I was uh, helping my buddy Patrick Lang, the track photographer, out. He allows me to come down and, uh, and, and assist him in his duties. Some people like to golf. I like to take pictures of horses. And while I was down there, I also took pictures of Negligee and She Be Wild, and they're going to round out my trifecta in this race. I'm, 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 going, I'm going straight with the Keeneland horses. The Alcibiades was a very, very tough race. Uh, uh, she be wild uh, was the favorite, but uh, got run down by negligee. Um, let me tell you, for, for young Phillies, these are all going to be Phillies with a future. All right. Speaking of Phillies with a future, we got four minutes till our first break here, Johnny Boy, and then we're done with the gals. Race number six, a mile and a quarter on the turf. The Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Turf Grade One Emmer's Airline Breeders' Cup Philly Mare Turf Incredible Race. Race number six. Pick away, my boy. Well, I know uh, I think a lot of action is going to go from the West Coast on Magical Fantasy, certainly the horse for course, unbeaten at Santa Anita. But I'm going to take the mayor who won it last year, Julian Leperu, up on Forever Together. You know, she just ran a game race in the First Lady at Keeneland, and that race has produced not one, not two, but three winners of the Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare. I'm going to part ways with you there. I'm going to go to Pure Clan at five for your one. Winning Ponies has a monster workout icon and it has improved, which only leads me to the to the actual turf. They have a special turf rating of 50.4, which is very solid indeed. I like Pure Clan five to one. Uh, Bob Holtis, a good friend of yours. Yeah, from and, uh, Oaklawn it, Park. I especially got to know him when he rode my friend Johnny McKee. And good man Johnny McKee and Garrigan. And, and Johnny McKee was, uh, see, it all comes back to John Engard. Johnny McKee was uh, a guest on our show. But I'm going to go to Pure Clan, but I'm going to box it with Forever Together. Race number seven, the seven furlong event, the Sentinel Jet Breeders' Cup Philly and Mare Sprint, a grade one event, one seven panels, John. All right, so here's a horse I love on paper. I love the trainer. But I'm going give to give you a little inside information on this. Uh, good, good friend of mine in years that works for the Daily Racing Forum, Steve Marsnack, was out at a bar the other night. Sits on the bar stool, turns around, who's sitting next to him but Julian Leparu. So he says, hey, Julian, what's your best horse out at the Breeders' Cup? And he said, without hesitation, the words informed decision came out of his mouth. I can, once again, I can only say I agree with you. I, I think people are going to say that we're married or something here. Actually, we're not copying off each other's paper by any means. Informed decision to me just jumps out. This daughter of Menarcos, five to two. Once again, I wish I could lock it up right there. John, we got one more race for the girls, and then we're going to a break, and then it's all Breeders' Cup. Eighth race, a mile and an eighth, the Breeders' Cup Ladies Classic, John. Uh, this one really leaves me scratching my head because down in the Spinster Stakes, uh, Proviso, uh, who is a horse that was uh, shipping in from Europe, was much the best. But for whatever reason, she ducked out from a shadow or the crowd or something like that and just wiped out Mushka. Uh, Proviso, I really think, was the better horse. I don't know if she can get her head on straight. Uh, eight to one you're going to get on this horse. It's a, a Bobby Frankel-trained horse. Uh, just throw out that ducking out incident. I, I think she brings that European form in and She's going to be dangerous, and I'll take $18 to win any day of the week. You know, the, the ladies' classic, uh, $2 million up for grabs. I'm going to go right to the rail, John. Careless Jewel, we got a real speedster filly here by Tappet. Uh, ran a Philly Park last time out and ran a beautiful race. One, two, three, four, five in a row, looking for six. Robert Landry in the irons, John, shooting a bullet off of that. Well, I guess Careless distance Jewel, is the only no question. One. Well, it is time to head out to our second break. When we return, we're going to have Mr. John Collins Englehart on with us. 
for segments three and four as we talk nothing about Breeders' Cup, Breeders' Cup, Breeders' Cup, because there's nothing else going on in the world for two men that love racing. So stay tuned for more Winning Ponies. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. What? Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, quarters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Spin It with Chuck Foreman has a spin on so much that's going on. It will be hard to fit it all into the promo. We'll talk about the weekend games, what to look forward to, hot topics in the news. Spin It Old School, which gives a back-in-the-day approach from Chuck. A no-spin zone where Chuck gives an unbiased opinion and lets you do the same. Chuck will be taking us around town and around the world with news, happenings, and more. It's football, news, and happenings. Tune in for Spin It with Chuck Foreman. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We have our special guest, Mr. John Collins Englehart, aboard. He was on second segment number two. He'll be on three and four because there's a whole lot of Breeders' Cup to talk about. Speaking about Breeders' Cup information, you can go to the Winning Ponies website, and they already have it for Friday and Saturday, and you can download your information now. You have the weather report from John Englehart, and he's going to join us right back now. Johnny Boy, are you there? Of course, I'm here, Ed, and I'm ready to get my teeth into perhaps the most wide-open race of the day, the third running of the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf, one of the races they added to the Breeders' Cup program just three years ago. 
race number two, one mile on the turf, a, a grade two event. Oh, and by the way, John and I have been rolling our pennies and nickels, and I believe we're going to throw together a little late pick four in the action, and we're going to try to keep it under $200 we agreed upon, but we are going to let it you all You and me, we have to part. keep it under $200. <laughs> exactly. If not, we're in big trouble. We owe somebody a check. And then that's going to bounce, and then we're in bigger trouble. John, race number two tomorrow, kick us off, or excuse me, race number two for Saturday. Would you kick us off a little early, and let's hear your insights about this race. Well, all you, you pretty much just, you know, if you're playing with a bunch of friends and you got a wheel at pick three or something, this is the race to do it. I mean, you know, you're talking about, you know, two-year-olds going a mile on the turf. You know, normally in these cases, I tell you that I'll, I'll go to the, the European horses, of which about half the field are, uh, but I'm not in this case. I'm going to go with a horse who I got to witness race down at Keeneland in the grade three bourbon stakes. It was the track, uh, the, the course was yielding that day, but this horse has already won on a hard uh, turf course, too. The horse's name is Interactive. Uh, it'll break from kind of an outside post. Kent is going to ride, trained by Todd Pletcher. What I, what I saw that impressed me the most, Ed, was this horse was taken back to 11th in the early running and then kind of angled out, weaved its way through horses, and ended up winning, going away by a length. I mean, you know, for, for to ask a two-year-old on the grass to do that is a lot. To come from 11th to 1st, Kent DeSormo's going to, of course, stay on the mount. He was also on the horse and went on the grade three with anticipation at Saratoga. Uh, so I'm going to go with the American horse in here, Interactive. You know, I'm going to pick uh, pick a little two-year-old colt by Kitten's Joy. There you go. And as a friend of yours, Mr. Wesley Ward is the trainer. Becky's Kitten, Julian Le Peru in the Irons, wins the, or excuse me, runs second in the Grade 3 Summer at Woodbine, one of the finest turf courses in the world, came screaming on, and, and I saw it rallied gamely in between because I remember I had a little wager upon this horse, and actually it's something that, uh, you know, it doesn't get away from you. been training very nicely in the morning, 12 for your one, but actually I'm going to box up what my man Johnny has to say and what uh, my lucky pick there hopefully will be. And, John, speaking of somebody lucky, we have him online. It is the Cincinnati Kid. James, welcome to Winning Ponies. Hey, Eddie, Johnny, what's happening? Fella? What do you say, James? What's, what's going up, on? And I can't call it. I'm hoping I got some winners for you all this week. Lay it on us, my man. Okay, I'm going to take you to Friday and go to the Ladies Classic Race 8 out there at Oak Tree. This race became wide open without Zenyatta. And I'm going to take a price. I like the four in here, Lethal Heat. You saw her last out just beaten by Zenyatta. She's running some real tough races. I think it's her time to shine. Bullet work over the Oak Tree Oval, 46 and 3 half mile. I think if you can get 20 to 1, I'd run to the windows with this one, <laughs> Alex Salisa board. I really like her to win the ladies' classic. Sounds good to me, kid. Uh, anytime Salisa, you get 20 to 1 on Salisa. Are you sure there's four legs intact? Uh, I don't know, but I'm hoping <laughs> that she's got all four of them. If she doesn't, we're in real trouble, but... Well, I'll tell you what, Solis can make the most, and uh, he can make, he can make a, a seven-course dinner out of an empty fridge any day. <laughs> this guy is as talented on horseback as they come. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? John, I'll tell you what, we've been watching the kid uh, handicap for years. This guy brings nothing but solid runners, does he not? A absolutely. You got another steamer for us, James? Yeah, I'm going to move to Saturday's card. And the third race, the Breeders' Cup Turf Sprint. I love cannonball in this race. Yes. Sarah Ramsey, Wesley Ward, 
Ramon Dominguez gets aboard. One is returned to the States here, working well over the Oak Tree Turf course, including five furlongs and 59-2 and two there. Smoking. He just seems to be rounding in the form. Let's look for Cannonball to take the turf sprint. Okay, that's two for the kid. Do you have a, do you have a, a little bit of a hat trick here? Can we go three? Yeah, I'm going to take you to the Classic. The Classic actually is more wide open than people want to think. Absolutely. And, and I'm going to end up taking a price here. I like Einstein in this race. Smartest horse in the world. Uh, <laughs> his only trip over this oval was a win in the Big Cat back in the spring. He was a decent second in the Pacific Classic. Has been working well to come back into this race. A nice work over the Oak Tree Oval. Lay Peru aboard. I think Einstein can spring an upset. And I think you can put a few underneath there to really make for a nice bomb exacta and trifecta. I like the five twice over here coming out of a grade one win at Newmarket. I also like Gio Ponte and Mind That Bird for a nice super. James? You're looking at some bombs in the class. <laughs> you are not afraid of prices. I like I, I like your thought process there, my friend. I love swinging for the fences. <laughs> and this is a day to do it. James, thanks for the call. Say hello to Granny and them. We really appreciate hearing from you because we know it is all golden. It was great to call in, Ed. Hopefully we can cash some tickets. Let's do that. James, thanks so much, buddy. All right, thanks, Eddie. Thanks, right. Johnny. Take care, James. All right, you too. All right, Johnny, my boy, we've had two good callers and, and two good handicappers, and I'm speaking to one as we are going on. John, we uh, we just finished up, I believe, with race number two. It takes us to the third race, the Breeders' Cup Sprint. Well, I'm going to take a horse that I actually had a chance to witness run in person, uh, but only running a workout, and that's Cannonball, who worked out at River Downs before going over uh, to Europe and just missing in their grade one Golden Jubilee at Royal Ascot. It was an unbelievable run. Had Johnny V been in the saddle that day, I think the horse wins. Westward gives the horse a breather, comes back at Saratoga. I'm downstairs getting an ice cream cone, and I miss this thing, at, and wins by a neck that day, uh, like uh, – uh, the Cincinnati kids said the horse has been working well at Santa Anita on the turf. I'm going to go with a four-year-old Gelden Cannonball to take that race, and I'm going to tie it up with a, with a Keeneland Runner Diamondrella, and on the bottom, I'm going with a 20-to-1 shot, Get Funky. Get Funky. I'll tell you what, Johnny Boy, I thought I was going to have a little something here, but you know what? I'm going to go with... Desert Code in here. Desert Code here has the should improve icon from uh, Winning Ponies here. Richard Migliori out of 13 hole, 20 for your one. David Hoffins is the trainer here. Six for 11 at the Oak Tree Santa Anita meet. The dam of this runner has thrown out two turf winners, six starters overall, five winners. I like the angle. I like the price. And as the kid brought up, this is not a day for the faint of heart. I mean, you have to really shake it up and go for the prices. Yeah, you do. And this horse broke the bank last year in this race, Ed. Won the race by a half length at 36-1. to 1. <laughs> You know, if we, if we could only duplicate that, you know, we, we could maybe roll up some more coins. Or maybe somebody else's coins I could roll up. Well, horses for courses and a lot of trainers, you know, point a horse for a certain race. And maybe that's what David Hoffman's is doing with Desert Code. 20-1 to 1 with the MIG up. That ain't bad. That ain't bad at all. Fourth race, six furlongs, the Breeders' Cup Sprint. The Sprint, it's, for me, is always one of the toughest. John, it's a grade one event. Uh, lead us on. 
Well, I'd like to with confidence, but uh, I, I guess I'm going to have to go with the, with the hometown horse, and that would be sensational. Again, this is bizarre that the second year in a row we're, we're back on the plastic, the poly, the pro ride, call it what you want. Uh, but this is a horse who just excels on this stuff, uh, has four 100-plus buyer figures, all at sprint distances, all on synthetic tracks, uh, sensational, who should Probably be the favorite, rightfully so. He's been spitting bullets in the morning. Bob Baffert, as you know, he knows how to win the big ones. This horse costs 700000 A win in here gets him out of jail. Sensational. Been working more bullets and shooting more bullets than Jesse James. I'm telling you what, I think you might have something there, Johnny Boy. Speaking of bullets, you might want to keep Fatal Bullet near the trifectas. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go for the other bullet, and that is Fatal Bullet. Eureka De Silva is in the arms for Reed Baker. And these guys do very well in Canada together and on the poly track, the, the pro rider, wherever they're at. Actually, I got my first glimpse was in the Kentucky Cup Sprint, a grade three at Turfway Park, and Reed Baker was extremely extremely high on this four-year-old gelding by Red Bullet, John. It's actually a Tier 1 runner by uh, for the uh, the winning ponies, folks. It's a monster workout. Should improve icon raising in Class 9 for your two. Eureka Da Silva, I think, is a damn good rider. The last 60 days, these guys are teaming up to win 31% together, and Reed Baker is a 40% in-the-money trainer. I'm going to box sensational with Fatal Bullet there. I'm going to say a lot of speed is going to be tough to catch. They might even light the clock up in this race. You know, Ed, and you talk about horses that, that favor the synthetic. You look at this horse, the only two uh, times in its last eight races that it ran below a 100 buyer figure were when it ran on a main track, and it was a dismal performance. Got beat 17 links both times. Next time, came back and ran a 100-plus buyer on the poly. Those are some numbers, and the, and the poly numbers can kind of fluctuate from time to time and track to track. That is actually doing something special, and I think you brought up a pretty good point, me boy. Fifth race at Oak Tree. It is a mile and 16th. The Breeders' Cup Juvenile, a grade one. Once again, another toughie. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're talking, uh, you know, two-year-olds running for $2 million. You know, who has the, who has the, 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 the experience? But, again, this one will be on the synthetic surface. You have uh, sub, several what appear to be talented uh, European horses coming over here. They're going to be on the poly for the first time. Um, you know, they say don't ever, ask, don't ever bet on a horse to do something it hasn't done before. Well, Looking at luck, he's never been beat. You got Garrett Gomez. You got our man Baffert up there. Uh, the horse has been on its toes since its last work, uh, since its last race, rather. It's posted two bullet works. Um, don't like the unlucky 13 post position, but looking at lucky may not need a whole lot of luck to beat this field on Saturday. You know, exiting the grade, the gray, a grade three event. Uh, before that, a nice $150,000 stake. At down at Louisiana Downs, your old stomping ground there, John. In this race here, I'm going to go with someone that I know is going to probably catch your eye as a handicapper. That would be the 10 Aspires, Julian Leproofer, Eddie Keneally. Broke, uh, broke his maiden in handily fashion. The grade one hopeful ran a beautiful second against Dublin. 
And then in the Champagne Runs third, I think this two-year-old Colt by Tail of the Cat is actually it's a grade two runner for the, uh, or excuse me, a tier two runner for the uh, winning ponies, folks. And I have to say that uh, twenty to one, I, it's kind of got me, uh, kind of got me, kind of bounce around here. I know Eddie Keneally and Lay Peru they team up to win thirty-two percent, fifty-three percent in the money. I have to kind of respect it, but you know I'm going to have to do some boxing maybe with your horse and another if you can find one. Well, you know, you know, two-year-olds, anything can happen. Uh, Kenny McPeak's Noble Promise was uh, very impressive uh, in the Breeders' Futurity. But Aiken Knight, who's in this race at 8-1, to one, was in there, too. And I know uh, your buddy Danny didn't like the funny bone, but uh, I kind of like uh, Edgar Prado on this horse, who's been doing very well for Dick Dutro uh, since winning not one but two grade twos in New York. Grade twos are uh, are pretty pretty heady races, and then to finish off with a nice November second bulleted Aqueduct fifty nine and four, the best of sixteen that day. Yeah, the, the Dutro Barn, John, as you well know, the, the, once they team up with Dominguez and or Prado, these these guys are just double double tough. Well, that is the first half of the card for the Breeders' Cup on Saturday. We've already talked about the gals. We've given the first half their due. When we come back, we're going to be giving out a pick four in the remainder of the Breeders' Cup card, but you're only going to get if you stay tuned to Winning Ponies. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with winningponies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, porters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let winningponies.com make some money for you. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. Perform at your maximum potential, you need to have all aspects of your life working properly. On mind, brain, and body, Dr. Michael John Kell will bring you honest, open discussions concerning your physical, mental, and financial health. If you're ready to find purpose and meaning in your life, tune in to Mind, Brain, and Body every Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific. Mind, Brain, and Body on Voice America Health and Wellness. Radio dedicated to your health, wealth, wisdom, and purpose. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports you're tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com now back to winning ponies with ed meyer 
And welcome back to the final furlong of Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and joining me as our special guest, artist, photographer, renaissance man, publicity director, and turf publicist president of America, Mr. John Collins Ingord. John, thanks for taking the time to join us tonight. Ed, you know if I can be someplace talking horses, I'll be in the front row. And in fact, you will be. And, uh, you know, you'll probably have to have at least one or two Coca-Colas after we're finished. I probably will. That I like to hear. Okay, John and I, we've given the girls out, and I believe he's probably ahead of me in, uh, in that uh, regard because he's more in tune with what the ladies are doing. Once, or excuse me, uh, we've, uh, we've run through the, up to the fifth race. We are now six, seven, eight, and nine, and we are also going to give out a pick four. Correct, Johnny? Eddie, what do you say we pull up close to 200 bucks and give out a pick four? Let's roll up our coins and let's do it. Race number six, a one-mile Breeders' Cup, grade one, TVG Breeders' Cup mile. It's on the turf. John, lead us on. Well, Ladies' Day was pretty much Friday, but I think Ladies' Day is going to get a peek in here in the TVG Breeders' Cup mile. I'm going to take... Gold Ikava, another Irish bred. It's got nothing to do with my breeding. This horse uh, <laughs> is uh, one of the best European runners uh, of recent times. She's a four-year-old filly now, so she'll get a little uh, break in the weight. She'll get three pounds off the boys. And uh, this horse came over here last year and just dominated uh, the, this race. Uh, looks to be fit and ready to roll uh, for Freddie Head. Uh, Oliver Pesselaire will be riding, who won this race last year. Has been in the saddle for every one of her starts. Uh, probably won't be too much of a price, but, uh, you know, I'm going to key her on top. You know, John, uh, you, you made mention of Freddie Head. I believe he was a champion rider in his own right. In, in days gone by, one of the few uh, jockeys has been able to become a, a very good trainer. It's funny that more don't do that. You know, in this race here, I'm going to go with what the script. Kent DeSormo and John Saddle teaming up out at Oak Tree. They are actually four for five in the money here. And uh, that, that's going to be what the script of 15 to 1 for me is going to be very nice. Uh, had a very nice uh, Oak Tree mile grade two event and shot a bullet. So you like Golda Cove. I like what the script. And I believe we're going to finish out in the first leg of our pick three with court vision. So. The regular guys are going to go Court Vision, What the Script, and Goldacova for the first leg of the, excuse me, the pick four, which I think is going to be a mega, mega pot and a big-time payoff. So uh, I think we're on the right track here, John, and I think you probably got the upper hand with Goldacova. Well, we might have an Irish exactor because What's the Script, though it's been racing in America, is an Irish bred horse. If anybody could find it, it is you. Uh, your, your Irish breeding comes out in full scale, and I love every second of it. Seventh race, one mile, the Breeders' Cub Dirt Mile. Grade one, a million dollars up for grabs. This is also our second leg of the pick four, John. Lead us on. Well, some people thought that Aiden O'Brien was going to go with Master Craftsman in the Classic. Instead, he opted for the one-mile uh, race here, going to shoot for one million. Of course, he's got a chance in the Classic after all. Uh, but uh, Master Craftsman, another Irish bred, and I swear to God, that's not why I'm picking the horse. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I believe it was Woody Stevens uh, who said, you know, keep yourself in the best of company and uh, keep your horses in the best of company and yourself in the worst. Or how did that go, Ed? Something like that, but I think I'm in the best of company right now. <laughs> the bottom line is you're judged by the company you keep. And depending on what European 
racing form you want to read, they say that See the Stars was the greatest thing since Nuriev or, uh, you, you know, name any Irish uh, classic horse. And this horse has been running right there with See the Stars throughout the entire season. 11 lifetime starts, 7 wins, has won $1.4 million. Johnny Murtaugh, regular rider, will be in to ride. I'm going to go with Master Craftsman from the Rail. I'm going to go with Bulls Bay. That's also going to be one of uh, one of the two legs of our uh, pick uh, four here. We're going to go two others as well. We've got three minutes to do the rest of the card in. Will you take Master Craftsman? I'll take Bulls Bay. I believe together we agreed on Pyro and Chocolate Candy. So, in fact, we go Master Craftsman, your pick, Bulls Bay, my pick, Pyro and Chocolate Candy Four deep in this race, which leads us to our third leg, race number eight, John. All right, we'll move it right along. I'm going to go uh, to the Breeders' Cup turf with the horse that won the Breeders' Cup turf last time. Uh, his name is Conduit. God, I don't believe this. Another Irish bred. Uh, <laughs> c- coming out of the pre Arc de Triomphe, which has always been a key race in this Breeders' Cup uh, feature. I think I think you might have something there. I'm going to have to stretch down to a tier three horse. I'm going to go with Precious Passion, the six, uh, four to one. Elvis Trujillo from Mary Hartman. There, I believe together we go Conduit, Darre Me, Precious Passion, and Spanish Moon. Conduit, Darre Me, Precious Passion, and Spanish Moon. Johnny, we got two minutes, and we've got the classic, and we've got the big race on the line. Yes, well. What else would I pick but another Irish bred horse in here, and that would be Rip Van Winkle. I think my mother's winking at me down from uh, up from heaven there because when we used to go to Saratoga, that's all she'd bet. But um, the, the only question is the synthetic, certainly not the class. Uh, this horse, another one that's been running right there with See the Stars, is coming out of the Queen Elizabeth Stakes at grade one. Uh, of course, the name I'm leaving off the – Card right here is the one everybody's going to be looking at, and that's going to be Zenyatta. My hat's off to John Sheriffs and the Mosses for uh, trying to take a shot at the boys with her. You know, kudos to them as well, but we did not leave her out of our pick four. We took Zenyatta. Richard's Kid in Rip Van Winkle and Quality Road. I'm kind of torn between Quality Road at 12 to 1 and Richard's Kid at 12 to 1. Both the prices are just ultra attractive. But there you have it. I believe it is what a $192 ticket that we put together. Yeah, it is. I wish I had a little more money because it's sure <laughs> hard to leave Summer Bird and mine that bird off the ticket. Yes, it is. Well, John, time flies when you're talking thoroughbred racing and. This is it. This is the weekend we've all been waiting for, and who will be crowned, and who will be some hopefuls for next year for us to watch. Well, so, Ed, I enjoy listening to you every week on Winning Ponies. Keep up the good work, and good luck to all your listeners on Breeders' Cup Friday and Saturday. Thank you, John. On behalf of Winning Ponies, we'd like to thank our special guest, Mr. John Collins Engelhart, Dangerous Dan, and you for tuning in. So until next week, may your winners be many, your photos be few. Good luck and enjoy Breeders' Cup 26. Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.